0: I know my enemy, pray on it, so pray for me. Tick, tick, wait on it, keeping down my body count. I'm finesse like a trap bounce, a trap bounce, yeah. Cause every day about town is a blessing. I done leveled up now, feel panoramic. None of my fears can't go where I'm headed. Had to cut them loose, now I'm loose, to live yeah. I'm about to flood on the flood on the center. They're in it, I'm the goofball, gon' move, doom, No, no, you can end my life. Okay, so welcome to another episode of Maybe We're Broke. And if you don't know, I am Lex aka more to be said and i'm hoya hoya loren and we just want to thank you guys for listening your support our first episode did really really well all the support was overwhelming shout out to y'all because you know (laughs) y'all the reasons we do this okay no really this is the reason we do this is because of us but the <laughs> fact that y'all listen makes it a little bit better. You know, the fact that y'all listen makes it just a little bit more. Um. So what's up, Brie? What's
1: up? Um. Nothing much is up with me. Well, actually, there is a lot up. I just feel awkward talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have a podcast. Yes.
1: But, but, you know, we would talk about other people. But, okay, I'll talk about myself for a second. Um, um, got a couple things coming up tomorrow. Embarks the first day of something I'm doing called Campus Takeover. With uh, this is New York, she didn't even tell me this. My bad, <laughs> with a fellow barber, he's really dope. Um, his name is Calvin McKinney. You might have seen him around the bird, he has a mobile barbershop that he put together all himself. It's really dope, he'll pull up on you wherever we are, wherever you are. So, we're about to do a uh, campus edition, and we're going to different college campuses so so you're um, just gonna be cutting people's hair i don't cut hair i'm doing girl uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't behind. no type <laughs> of shears there was a moment in <laughs> time i had the cassie cut and i used to cut my own hair but no not me i remember he, he's that. in charge of the blades yep and i i got all the all the girls he got all the dudes Oh, that's cool.
0: But, She's yeah. dropping exclusive stuff. She we're going to so
1: Shippensburg years. tomorrow. Actually, hey.
0: yes, hey. I meant to te- That's
1: why I meant to tell you. She's but, going to Shippensburg.
0: I be hyped because I graduated from Shippensburg University in 2015. Yes.
1: Hey. What? What? Yep, we're going to be going between so far Shippensburg and Penn State. So Shippensburg is her alma mater. Penn State's Woo-hoo. mine. So yep, got both of them. In she was the main
0: y'all. She got big money. <laughs>
1: Big loans. <laughs> <laughs> big, big loans. <laughs> Yo. So, yeah, what about you? What's going up? What's going up? What's going up? Doing
0: what you Lex? Like? Um, nothing really. I did have something I wanted to say, but it just, you know, escaped me. No, 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 no. I did. Oh, I got inventory in for the workshop. I <laughs> hey. am working. I got sweatsuits, like crop tops in joggers. I actually got them like a while ago. I just what? had a lot of stuff going on. And she didn't tell me this. <laughs> they got <laughs> delivered. Well they got delivered, you know, the day after, you know, the situation with the family. So I couldn't, I I just opened it and was like, okay. But yeah, I have them and I talked to Lewis, which is a uh, Supreme sound. I don't I can't think of his printing name. I'ma look I'ma look that up. I'm going to give it to y'all at the end. But um I talked to Lewis and we talked about um getting my logos and everything on my stuff so we that's definitely in the work for the workshop um so they'll be coming soon you know we'll be dropping soon because it's fat girl fall um speaking of fat girls fall how was your hot girl summer
1: my hot girl summer was warm
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I only had one eggplant all summer. <laughs> just what? Like, first of all, that's not the only definition say, of hot I'm, girl yeah, summer. You're
1: so right, because because that eggplant was lit. So I'm gonna just take that back.
0: Wow. <laughs> Somebody must be getting that eggplant again because she's gonna say it was lit. Okay, yo. Like okay, well my hot girl summer was like. It was it was it was chilling. It was it was it was winter out here. Why are you lying? And then hold on, that last month I don't know what happened, but it became too real. Like I don't know if if I was out all the time. I was living my best life. But Hot Girl Summer is just females doing, you know what I'm saying, what they wanna do, which I will honestly say this summer I definitely did that. I started my business. Shout out to the workshop, it was birthed on July 1st of 2019. So, that was part of it. I had my first pop-up event. Shout out to Um Pretty Girl Shop. We did that together as well as Beauty by Shia. So, we had a bomb event. Um, So, that was my hot girl summer. And then, you know, at the end, I was the turn of queen. I'm, you know, I had to, I had to slow down, though, because it's fat girl fall. And I'm trying to get skinny for Lex day. Clearly, there's a theme here. I like names. Of dates and things, but I'm um, right now. Fat girl fall consists of going to the gym, working out, intermittent fasting, trying to get my life right. The goal is to lose three pounds a week. If I don't, y'all not gonna know, but it's the hope at the end. Um, so what are your plans for fat girl fall?
1: My plans is to have a half fat girl fall,
0: a half. Good
1: reason being is because my fat self gonna be in the gym. So Woo-hoo. then by the
0: time I'm half halfway over, I still, I still I'm gonna still be fat. I won't be fat no more. Just, just less fat. <laughs> you know, set, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be semi fat. I'm gonna be a cute, thick jaw. There we go. <laughs> Get you one. Well, we don't have any more. But <laughs> I'm trying to get slim thick with my cute ass because I'm trying to go to California. I'm not trying. I am. We're going to put that in the universe. So I am going to California to see my best friend and my godchild. child. Hey, that's lit. You know, for my birthday, we're going to be out here living. Um, But yeah, so those are the things for Fat Girl Fall. I just love that. Can you tell? Because they talk about thawedum. And that's nowhere near Fat Girl Fall. Get you a fat girl. Thawedum? Thoughtum, Five. Oh, who celebrates thoughts? That's one them girls in the corner that do the cucumber challenge. I don't know. Yeah. The cucumber, the cucumber yeah. challenge. I don't participate in those type of things. Just know that.
1: Yes. Any
0: anybody who bangs with me. That's those. weird. That's weird. <laughs> and I just want to add a disclaimer. I was
1: just playing about the um I didn't have a hot girl summer because of the one eggplant thing. I don't want nobody to get in their feelings.
0: Oh like my gosh. Anything. She said the <laughs> for, the, for the eggplant? Okay. <laughs> Hey, bro, because we know you listen. Because we want to <laughs> get the eggplant again. <laughs> Look, she wants
1: the eggplant again. Let me be quiet. If I want my
0: eggplant. <laughs> he already made He's not here. Ooh, don't get hot. It's like, no. I don't have no eggplant. I'm single. <laughs> if, you, if somebody wants to come and marry me, I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting. I- okay, Brianna's looking at me. Moving on. Yeah. Our first topic we want to talk about. Um, Let's talk about some kids. Me and her neither one of us have children. But, you know, we thought we can get her input. So, Kourtney Kardashian and Scott Disick. And that's how you say her last name. Um, Basically, they were on Keeping Up with the Kardashians and they were, like, having a table discussion. I don't know if they were having a table discussion, if they were eating, but the table was really big. And at the table <laughs> was... <laughs> Yo, because that's important, y'all. It the was, table, was the table was big. <laughs> <laughs> no. big the table was big. Big and empty. It was so big. <laughs> they was like, line up, yo. This show kills me. Yo, okay, yo, but yo. you know that Scott and Courtney got a whole bunch of kids together. I think like three, and then they're not together, but they like family. You know, y'all know how I'm going. I don't because I'm like kids. But so they were at the table, and Penelope, their daughter, she basically has scratched her nanny and the nanny quit. So when I think of this, because Courtney's telling the story to Chris, her mom, and Corey, And I think, I want to say Kim was there. There were some other Kardashians there, too. Um, but she was telling the story, and she was basically saying how her daughter has scratched her nanny and her nanny quit. So one or two things come to mind when I speak, when I hear this. Because, like, first of all, grown people don't just up and quit because a kid hit them once. So clearly this has been going on for a while. Or there's like the thing of how the parent reacted. Because if you're in a situation where you tell them that their kid did something to you and they're responding like, oh, well, it's your fault, I will be out too. Peace out. I don't care how much just pay. And I'm almost certain it pays a lot. But anyway, so they're sitting at the table and, um, they tell everybody what's going on and Chris says, I raised six kids. You know she didn't raise no six kids, but she got six kids. She got six kids. And she said that this never happened. They need to nip it in the bud, which is true because your child shouldn't be scratching anybody. I think Penugly's like six. um. So she was like, this shouldn't be happening. We need to get this under control. So Courtney proceeds to go, well, I don't think it was that serious. Blah, blah, blah. You know, corny shit. So then... Corey, who is Chris's boyfriend, apparently they've been together for like three years, three or four years. They've been around for a while. He goes, well, if that was my child or your child put your hands on me, I would have whooped her ass. So Scott goes, Scott gets pissed. Excuse me? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? (laughs) He was like, you're going to whoop whose child ass? (laughs) Whose child ass? Who? You're going to do what? Like, he gets irate. And I'm just sitting up here like... I would have punched the child in her face. Not to say that I beat with kids, but you're not about to be scratching me in the, you. she scratched the lady in her face. So they go back and forth. And he was like, at, at one point he even says, Corey even says to Scott, I'll whoop your ass.
1: So I'm like
0: at the point where I'm just like, is this a cultural thing? Because like, if I ever put my hands on another adult, my mom would have, you know, got me together all the way together. So like, the simple fact of the matter that they're just brushing it off as something as so small and minor, it just goes the fact that, like, is that a cultural thing? Because, like, mm, the one black person at the table, because, you know, they, they want to be black so bad. The one actual black person at the table said the same thing I would say. So, like, do you feel like Corey was wrong? I think that it was taken out of context. Like, I think he thought... That when he said that he was going to whoop his ass, he thought that, like, he would physically harm Penelope. When really, in actuality, he was just giving his opinion on the situation as to, like, what was going on. Brianna's in the abyss.
1: No, I was, because I was just... She was in the abyss. I was. No, because with the Kardashians, you just... You just never know. Like...
0: (sighs) Like, I feel like... Mm. I feel like when it comes to, this, like, the whole thing with the nanny, she couldn't do anything in the situation. She did the right thing. She told the parent. But, like, when it comes to, like, disciplining other people's kids, how do you feel about that?
1: I feel like, first of all, if you leave your child with anybody, you should, the person you leave your child with, you should feel comfortable enough with them that you feel comfortable enough to trust them to discipline your child. So, for me, I wouldn't hire a nanny that I wouldn't feel comfortable that, I couldn't tell them, okay, you can discipline my child. Like, if I have a nanny, they should be able to pop my kid. So you're like, okay
0: with popping your kid?
1: Yeah. Okay. Pop them. You ain't about to literally whoop their ass. Right. But, yeah, a, a child needs pop. That's what does it call it? Uh, conditioning. We do we, something bad. <laughs> we conditioning our children. Yes.
0: I think it is kind of. So you don't feel like there's that stigma where it says that, like, where with black people there's like a systematic type oppression from like the slave masters and slavery where they basically said that we were used to be beat into submission before like we used to be beat in order to understand so like is that just like a white a black people thing i never thought
1: of it that way so that's interesting that you say that but i don't think that's where it comes from i just think at the end of the day we got some sense and we know that if we don't raise our black children right And if we don't teach them that they can't do certain things and we don't instill them into this, the world's going to do it. And they're not going to get treated like a white kid. We can't let our child do things and not beat them because if they go out in the world and do that, they're going to get locked up or they're going to get killed or they're going to get shunned or they just can't. You can't raise a black child the same way you raise a white child or any type of colored child. You can't. Raise them the same way. So white people, that's another part of white privilege. They can get away with raising their children to do whatever the hell they want. Right. Because that's where you get entitled
0: kids. Exactly. Because that was an entitled child to feel that she can put her hands on someone else. Not to say that I believe that we should beat our kids. Because I don't genuinely feel like you should beat kids. I just genuinely feel like some kids need to be gripped up. I got five nephews, Do. And the gang will make you push them down hard. Yes. Because them kids get too smart. But I do see, like, what, when it comes to, like, disciplining your kid or other people's kids, I think that's where an issue comes to play. Because I was in a relationship with someone and we had his kids, like, that lived in our house. So, like, his daughter was, like, she, she's literally an epitome of him. So, like, when she gets upset, she shuts down. So, when she shuts down, she wouldn't speak. She wouldn't do anything. Like, she literally would sit there and at you and not say anything back if she was upset, which her dad does, which is annoying. But, like, you could do anything in the world to her, and she literally wouldn't say anything back. Right. So, like, but then her brother, her brother could be anywhere, running around, doing this, doing that. And you pop him, sit him down. He's going to cry for a second, but I guess he'll stop. I mean, he's, he's a brat he's so cute but like they were two different kids and you had to discipline them two different ways like you had to give her her space and give her time to chill um whereas the little boy you had to bring him in and stop it and get and Get him to chill out, but I think it just depends on the child. Like I think, because some kids you can really talk to and have a conversation and say this, that, and the third, and they'll understand you. And then some kids, you you just got to punch them in their chest because they don't understand nothing else. Some kids are really just hard headed. But I do feel like there is a cultural difference because when Corey said I would have whooped her ass, that's what I was thinking in my head the whole time. Like why? Because I really wanted to know what Courtney felt like the punishment was because she just made it seem like she was like, Well when I was her age, I remember slapping nannies in her face and I'm just
1: looking at her like your mom just oh let him get away with that. And you think
0: it's okay because you just justified your child doing the same thing you did. Right. Oh
1: yeah no we can't raise our kids like that. And when we do raise our kids like that, they end up being jailbirds. Oh my god. When they raise (laughs) No for real they do. We can't do that. We gotta (laughs) teach our kids
0: as as children of color, we're going to say, we're not just going to say black kids. We're going to say children of color. They We do, because I was a child of color. They do have to work harder because already they're giving, they're, they've been giving a stigma or, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh-huh. There's not an even playing field. We all know that. And we have to be. I like remember on scandal where her dad was like, you got to be twice as good just to be on the same level. And I really think that our generation is like the first generation to make sure we're instilling and, and healing our children, not giving them what we got because I feel like our parents gave us the best they could. And we got to the point where we could get, we could heal and then we don't have to put kids into this world that, have to heal from their childhood. That's my only goal as a parent when I become one is that I'm putting kids in this world that they don't have to heal from their childhood, which is why I'm almost 27 I don't have a kid because I still like to be a little selfish, so that ain't really my thing oh my yet. Oh God,
1: you are almost 27. Don't be
0: telling my business like that and talking about an old girl Yeah, 30. Mm-hmm. All right, so going off like the cultural differences, <laughs> you see how I put this outline together. Mm-hmm. Our next topic, we're going to talk about Jeannie Mai. The little Asian girl, for the real—is she Asian? Jenny, my young Jesus, right? And yeah. You know, I hope y'all went yes. listen to Jesus. I, I can't stop giving people plugs because one day we gonna blow up real big, and y'all gonna be like, "Oh, they're no, but they're together." I would never have thought they would be together because they mm. don't look like they even function the same places. Yeah, it's frequent the same places. They don't, but it's.
1: And they've been together for a while, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny because I think Jeannie Mine got divorced last year. Yeah, because she told that bitch she did want to have no babies. Right. She don't even
0: like kids. And he went and had a baby with yes, somebody, somebody else. else. But <laughs> the
1: guy she was married to was like the complete opposite of the guy she's always said she's interested in on the real. Like she'd always had an obsession with black rappers. Honey, but her ex, she wanted some husband. Milk. Yes, some eggplants. <laughs> Her ex-husband was a white hunter who liked to go on these hunting excursions. So I was like, "Hmm, like what do you see in him?" Because your club type is clearly a black rapper because you're obsessed over. Yes,
0: because she loved talking about how her man used to. She used to come home and her man used to take her extensions out. Right? Now, sis, what? No, but she was saying basically that when you are in a, in a racial relationship with someone else, you want to get to know their their uh, race. What their race? Wow. Their ethnicity, their practices, all that. <laughs> but then she was like, I want to go to Hawkinsville. First of all, you want to go to his trap? I'm confused. What? She said she want to go to Hawkinsville, which if you know about Jeezy, you know that's the trap trap for him. Okay, um, and she was like, "When he comes in my house, he takes his shoes off," and I was cracking up because Charlemagne was like, "You know, you don't have to be, you know, Asian to do that. Like people right. just have nice rugs." Was she saying this on the real? Yeah. Okay. She did like she did she right? Was, she was like, "You can just have nice rugs or right. and
1: we've been doing that. Right. aunt you, got the plastic on the couch honey. and stuff, <laughs> or the living room. You mm-hmm. can't walk in because mm-hmm. just for show—that's a black aunt, people thing, right? That's the black. <laughs> she she was she
0: she was down. My yeah. aunt used to have socks and stuff at the door and a little basket and little footies. I just knew she was bougie, but like, black at the same time because she didn't want nobody stepping on her carpet. But you know, they try to make it now where they be like, oh, I'm like feng shui and energy. And I don't want you to trail, trail your trials from today. You know, y'all know how they be. Trying to sage everything. I'm a fan of sage. So let's yes, not. I need but to get some energy. So, like, she tried to make it seem like that, but I think it's cute that, you know, a little interracial relationships, I think it is cute. If you see me with, you know, y'all know, he's 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 you know, he looks like he's white, but he's really black. Who? You know who? Brie White. Oh saying? no, I got confused. I thought you was talking about Young Jeezy. I was like, he was black as day. No, I, this was personal. Black as day. That was black personal. Like- I'm giving y'all drips of my Yo, life. Yo, that's funny. Dropping jewels, but y'all know, like, I'm I'm not in an interracial relationship. I I was not because we're not together. But I was not in one, you know, he just looks light skinned and I think it's funny how y'all all refer to him as the white man. But we're not gonna talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, if Jeannie my young jeezy would have babies, it would be some gorgeous. Kids.
0: Gorgeous glasion glasion babies. so cute. Let's not put a stigma on mixed kids because these little chocolate I want little chocolate babies. Like I tell Brianna, I want little brownies and she nothing's wrong with a couple mixed children. Or... I don't I don't I want brownies. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering like i said i'm rooting for everything black y'all know um but you know a little segment into our next topic you know fantasia telling us that we need to submit to wait event. you missed you missed the what i miss?
1: did we say our thoughts on interracial relationships oh what your thought did, did you say yours first
0: i was in one kind of no, oh, my God. He was black, black. Yo, mean... just because he was light-skinned don't mean he's not black. He... Yo. He... You... Oh, you tried to give
1: him ooh. He was, he was, oh he definitely my identified as black, but he definitely is head white. So, were you ever in an interracial relationship?
0: No, but he's, co- he's close as I'm going to get. Would you be in an no, interracial relationship? No, I want black kids.
1: Right, so that's the reason why?
0: Exactly. Oh, the okay. only reason okay. why. that. Over my head, that's the only reason why I want little brown babies, little brownies, brownies for my brownie, brown brownies for my brownie. But would you? Um, I she wants brown babies, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I yes. do want brown
1: babies. <laughs> interracial couples are beautiful for the people that like them, and for the people that are in them, and for the people that want to be in them. Facts.
0: But, you love who you love.
1: Yes, I could not see myself in an interracial relationship.
0: I don't want to um, explain my. I don't want to explain my circumstances.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I that's my big thing. Like I don't want to have to sit down and explain so much to a guy. Stuff that can't be explained in 15, 20 minutes or even a couple years, like you would really have to walk in a black person's shoes to and understand awesome. where I come from. And I'm not about to,
0: I don't want to Explain it that. to you. I don't I want to. Right.
1: Like, I don't want you to be confused why I'm mad because on TV- a white cop shot a black man and you're asking why I'm upset because that has nothing to do with me or I don't want to end up like Tamara on the real her husband she has a white husband mm-hmm. and he tweeted like why are black people not celebrating Independence Day like y'all should be happy y'all should celebrate da da, da, da. I would check checked him yes like she I don't want to have, have to ex- right like just because you have a black wife don't mean that you understand me and I don't want to have to explain anything like that. And I love, I just love being
0: black. I will say that my aunt got the cutest little white boy. Well, he's not a white boy. She he's a white him? man. No, like her husband oh. is a oh, white you man. You said white boy. And he is fine, fine. Like, fine, fine. Like, shout out to my aunt. Ooh. But <laughs> she definitely... Had, but, like, I'm just simply saying I want brown babies. And that's about it. But also... It's not like an issue with you love who you love. That's not like I don't right. care who you love. The the men that irritate me are the ones that be like, I don't like black girls because of this. Excuse me. Oh my like, god. You don't like black girls because yes. of what? Because of who? Your mama's black. Your your grandmama's black. And guess what? Your daughter or your son or whatever you have is going to be half black. And I hope they come out more on the darker end, so they can't act like they not right. Black. Because so I'm gonna need to teach you a little something, something about your life if you want to say stuff like that any man who says oh I don't like them because of their attitudes or this that and the third you're 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 a sucker bitch and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you
1: every dude that I seen that says oh I don't date black women because of their attitudes they just seem to be like the preppy black boys that wouldn't be able to handle exactly. a black woman
0: or like, black they, women they, don't want them
1: exactly and I think it's a big People always think that we us black women get mad when we see a black man in an nah, interracial relationship. Never... No, we don't care. Well, I don't care.
0: Lex don't care. So yeah, I don't care. I, that's not my issue. You love who you love. That's I feel like that across all spectrums. All more. Right. It's not even just on racist, on everything. But don't downplay us to make them feel better. And I'm saying us and them because it's a real life thing. Like don't downplay us. And then try to build up somebody else when you downplaying your mama. Like, no, no, no. Just like that one meme said, everybody want to crack jokes about fat bitches, but they don't ever crack jokes about their fat ass mom. Okay? (laughs) Love your roots. Love where you come from. Love everything about you. Right. Because you can be with somebody and not play the other people that you're not. Because that's like me saying, oh, well, I only want this person, but those people over there that I could talk to, I don't like them. So... That's my thing, right. But, yeah. Okay, so we're going to stay goo into our next topic. We're going to talk about Fantasia and how she, you know, was on the breakfast club telling us that, you know, we need to be submitting to our men's, our man's. Okay, I feel like if you're submitting, it should be one, a man, your man. Oh, yeah, you can't be just submitting one. to everybody. But, Brie, what are your thoughts on, you know... I'm going to let you go first because <laughs> you, you got some
1: thoughts. Yeah. um, The way Fantasia worded it, I really don't think she was 100% right or 100% wrong. Um, I thought it was interesting how she said it was a generational curse right. that men aren't the head of the household. I definitely do and see that. And therefore, that's why a lot of us, women, specifically Black women, don't submit to our man all the time.
0: Talk about it.
1: I definitely see this because, especially in Harrisburg, a lot of our men in this generation are particularly weak. And when we get in relationships with them, they can't... They're not up to our level. And what happens is, since they're not up to our level... They're looking at us for certain things. They're looking at us to to do things that they should be doing. So how am I going to submit to you when you don't give me anything to submit to a lot of times? And um, also with the men being weak, it's like a woman, specifically black woman, a lot of times we're working the same amount of hours as a man. And then we still have to come home. We still have to cook. We still have to clean. We still have to do all the extra things that women have to do. So how am I going to submit to you when I'm doing two, three times more than you? I, I feel what she's saying when she's saying it's a generational curse, um, that we don't always submit to our men. So that's one part of how I feel. I
0: also feel like, cause she said that it's a balance, which I think that People don't always, people just hear the word submit and the basic definition of submitting is, um, well, uh, not the basic definition, but I feel like when it comes down to it, it's, I'm putting everything before myself, um, including you. So it's the same thing. It goes for your children. It goes right. for your spouse. Like, I just feel like in a relationship, you both should be doing that. Um, um, and then she also said that it wasn't a control type thing. Cause I think that's the stigma that comes with submission is the, the control aspect. And she was basically saying that my husband is the head and I'm the neck. She was like, so it can't move without me. Like he might be able to be the top part, but he can't do anything without me. And, um, I think that's the part. I think if a man gives you something, like if he gives you something to follow, I have no problem standing behind that. And me being an aggressive female or me being an alpha female, people don't always think that like that's okay. But if you stand in front of me and you putting God first and you're sitting up here and you're financially leaving me to the right place, not to say you make more than me, or you do better than me, but if you're guiding me in the right path, I have no problem taking a back seat. Because if I trust you and you trust in God, and I can sit up here and say, okay, well, he's leading me in the correct direction based on the trust and the feelings I have for you, it should be a natural thing. Like no woman wants to always be like I'm this independent bitch and I can do this and I can do that. Nobody wants to be like that. I don't. I don't know why y'all feel like that. Because I'm I'm tired of of being independent. I kind of want to be dependent. I ain't gonna hold y'all. So I'm just simply saying, like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your own grind, your own muscle, because that goes into it. Like if you have your own grind, they have your own grind, and y'all come back together and y'all work together, it's a natural submitting thing that happens it's not even so much as like oh i'm giving you full control or i'm giving you all my money or it's all that it's simply the simple fact that the matter is that like y'all are coming together as a team and as the man he's supposed to be the leader of the household Right. If, if there's even a household, because y'all know some of y'all be y'all be homeless and y'all be needing somewhere to stay. So right. y'all can't really leave now and you over here paying a light bill when I'm paying rent. I don't understand that part. Right. I'm, I'm definitely team me and pay the mortgage and I'ma pay these utilities and get this food and make sure this house is on point. Like we can do that. Like yeah. I'm definitely a fan of that. I don't I'm not we not 50-50 in no goddamn rent. Fuck that. But there's also the thing where you got to also know your man. Like, if you know your man can't afford $1,000 rent by himself, okay, cool. We can bust that down and figure it out. Like, there's a different, like, you have to also be real with your situation. So, I just feel like we not going to be living somewhere that you can't afford to pay the full rent. But then again, I'm still going to pay utilities. I'm going to pay this. I'm going to make sure that's done. I'm going to make sure I'm going to keep the house clean. Like, And I'm not even saying it has to be gender rules because most males do do those things. But you know, you pay my rent, you might get a little more extra because I don't got to pay rent. <laughs> so, y'all, I hate paying rent. <laughs> don't we all. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think that it's all. Some people just, you know, like that. Some people, right. some people just don't. I feel like we get in this stigma where it's like, oh, I'm angry. We get that angry black woman stigma where, but where it's like, oh, well, she's and I'm independent. I can do it by myself. And what Fantasia was saying, that we bring that into a relationship because we are conditioned like that. Like, I can look at my mom. My mom's not an angry black woman, but my mom is also one of those independent women who do everything herself. I grew up watching a woman do everything herself. So... Not to say any less of my dad because I haven't had an amazing dad, let's be very clear. But I lived in a house with my mom who did everything by herself. She don't give off that vibe where I'm independent. I can do it by myself. She just had to do it. And that was straight up and that's simple. But I feel like every woman should have that in her because, like I said, you shouldn't depend on your man. But if that's your man, you should be able to depend on him. That's the whole coming together. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's very true. She's
0: giving
1: up. Uh, oh, here she comes. Here she comes. It's coming now. <laughs> no, I I agree with what you're saying. I also thought, um, back to what Fantasia said a little bit again, I thought it was interesting how she said society makes it so that women have to be, right. feel like they have to be the heads of the household. Because when we you do. really look at it, yeah, society does force that on us sometimes, especially That's when, just
0: the medical pressure, yes, especially when gave
1: to us, honey, especially when, when you're single, let's say a single woman, a single black woman, that has three, four or five kids, um, there's she's more, she's only getting
0: help, if there's no man,
1: there's more, um, motivation, to stay on, you get more help with food stamps, housing, if there's no all man. that, If there's no man, and that society kind of, kind of makes it that way that we feel like we don't need a man
0: because they have the option of, because some men feel like they have the option to leave and I'm not saying society lets that be okay. Yeah. Like, honestly, like I'm not saying I grew up in a two parent household, but I had two parents that co-parented because my mom put me out when I was 16. Let her tell that I left. Either way, what? I went with my dad. <laughs> and wow. I lived with my dad. So, it wasn't necessarily that the issue, but, you know, I seen both of them do it. Let's be very clear. Right. Um, you want to talk about boyfriend treatment versus husband treatment?
1: Yes. Um, I think that's a very interesting topic because I think a lot of us get stuck giving, mixing up boyfriend treatment with husband treatment a lot of times we give boyfriends husband treatment um do you agree
0: yes and no because at this point in my life I'm not dating nobody for fun like I'm not dating nobody for kicks and giggles I'm not dating nobody to be rocking matching jays I'm not dating nobody for nothing I'm dating somebody so we can get a mortgage together so we can get some uh LLCs together, some properties together. Mm-hmm. Like anybody, um, in the actual relationship, like the end game goal is marriage at this point, because y'all know she just talked about me being almost twenty seven. <laughs> but I'm saying like, so I feel like the person that I am, I'm not gonna half ass anything because I'm making a conscious decision to be with you. Because let's be very clear, I can be single and dug by myself, but I feel like at this point, yeah. Everybody, everybody's getting bomb treatment now. If you my husband, you get a little bitch, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> right now, I'm not. We we not for play play. So let's just right. that's that's, that's genuine, But I feel like I'm. It's not for play play no more. Like it was for play play years ago, but now it's not. It's not for play play. So anybody, I'm seriously invested in a relationship with. There's definitely an end goal of marriage. So yeah. But I do see where people can get stuck. Because believe me, I was getting stuck. But I also wasn't trying to marry nobody at 21, 22, 23, 24. Like, I wasn't trying to marry anybody at that time. Like, this time, like, I'm almost 30, y'all. Like, we got to, we got to make some things happen.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's kind of dangerous. Because I see a lot of people, a lot of females moving into apartments with their boyfriends. And end up taking care of their boyfriends and doing all this and that. And if you do all this for him for years... Sometimes what's the, what, what point, like, why does he want to marry you? Because you already, heard he already has everything, you know? Right.
0: But I think we got to, we got to bring that back. Like as a generation, we got to bring back marriage. We got to yes. bring back those values those core, like we have to stop playing we gotta house stop, yeah we definitely do gotta stop and playing make house. him put that ring on your finger before he gets all that i'm not even trying to make nobody put the ring on finger. i just want somebody to love me that much that they just like that I they can't, do it before, i can't be what i'm right. through i can't make these i can't make these decisions i'm not living my life without right. her. just like i should feel the same way about him like it's it all ties into each other like You should trust the person you're with, so you are able to give them all of you, so that it's not like, oh, well, we're doing this and we're doing that. So why would I put? Because believe me, when you put God in them, because that's what I say when it's marriage, you put God in them in your relationship. It's super serious. I don't play about God in them, (laughs) because you know everybody else being it before. But once you go in front of God and say, all right, this who I'm gonna be with. It's different. And I and I feel like as a person, whether who you believe in, what God you believe in, if you believe in God or you don't, there's something that comes inside of you that is like, hmm, comes inside of you, no pun intended. Oh,
1: my God.
0: <laughs> but there's something that is instilled inside of you that like, this is different. Like, it's different. Like, this is my husband now. So that petty shit should be definitely different. That's what I'm saying when it comes to, you know, that whole little... Me and a husband, cause ring. I can't wait. I'm a husband y'all to death,
1: honey. <laughs> my husband said. My husband said. My husband said. Yo, my for husband real. showing off your ring everywhere. That ring better be nice. It better be, I,
0: honey. My ring. First of all, I don't even want a big wedding. I just want a nice ring and a nice honeymoon. Fuck a wedding, cause the wedding is for y'all. If he got you one of them
1: really cute, you know them wedding rings from Walmart that look real but they're really nice. If he got Man, you I'm one like, of those, no, would you care? No,
0: yes. Yes, I would care. Let me tell you why I would care. Because our love ain't fake. And if we don't got it, we don't got it. Simple as that. We got to be real with each other. And if I, if you was like, I want to marry you, Lexus, but I don't got the ring for you right now. Okay, baby, let's go. Okay. <laughs> that my fiance and we going to take the um, time because believe you me, I'm going to get what I want. And we not going to play. Honey. We not going to go in debt because of it. That's a real ass shit. But honey... Might fuck around and be like some of these other people and buy their own ring. I don't know Oh, God. Bad. Uh-uh. I
1: wouldn't mind a little Walmart ring. Because you know them. The you know how people be getting uh, them diamonds, them blood diamonds, making a little kiss slave in Africa? I wouldn't mind having a fake
0: ring. Brianna wouldn't mind. Hoya wouldn't mind. <laughs> Lexus, minds. Just, just, we don't, we don't. Do we don't you mind? If we don't got it, we going to wait. But we not going to play. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We don't gotta be. We gonna wait. that don't. They don't change the fact that I'm your fiance or whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause like we go to the courthouse and get a pocket. I just want a nice ring and a honeymoon. I'm not. I don't you need know, a wedding cause I don't got a lot of friends like that. I got. I know a lot of people, but I don't got a lot of people in my life. You know, like that. And then you know the whole messiness and I. Don't, I got anxiety. I don't got time for that. whole oh, anyway. Moving on cause I go on a tangent. We want to talk about the little black girl. From h m with the natural hair,
1: yes.
0: Oh, you want me to? I mean, me to it was y'all seen a little black girl with the natural hair? She got <laughs> it was in a ponytail. Yes. Um, I don't see nothing wrong. More like with a it. little poof. It was a little poof. You know when you do your hair? Let me let me let me break it down. Remember when we was little? And we, our mamas would send us to school with our edges laid, hair flat. And you come home, you got the little poofies around the edges because yeah. you done sweated and you done lived your best life. And you was on the playground and you was doing too much. Right. Um, Remember our playground? It was big. Like, I saw outside of that big old blacktop. That playground was that big. That playground. And then there was two actual, like, playground things. And then yeah. it was that big... Yo, remember we like, had the ball top. laps? When you was in, when you trouble. Got in trouble. You was always walking laps on the wall. <laughs> I don't understand why I'm fat. Cause I was yo, always walking laps and was always on the wall. I don't even know why I don't remember
1: nobody else walking laps or being in the wall but Lex. Like yo,
0: she was always walking and, walking and I don't laps. understand why I was fit. Yeah. <laughs> I was always walking laps. I yo. Don't understand. And if you've been to Southside Elementary, y'all, that playground is
1: huge.
0: And it's crazy because my one friend, um, am I going to name drop? I don't care. She, she won't listen. My one friend, Latisse, we were working out yesterday because, you know, it's fat girl form. We're trying to get skinny. Well, I'm never going to be skinny, but y'all know. So, we were working out and I, we were jumping rope. And it's crazy because we literally, I looked at her and was like, yo, this is how we met. Because I told her she couldn't jump rope in her little Tommy figure skirt. And she said I didn't like her. But, you know, here we are like 20 years later and, you know, we're still friends, you know here's black topics outside that's cute but off topic off topic the little girl's natural hair um people were in an uproar because you know the culture it was, it was cute all the kids look like that i think yeah. that because it was the one little black girl i think a big stigma came from why didn't they do her hair this, as black people we only want the world to see the best parts of us that is We are conditioned to think like that. Like, when you come from a Black family and a Black home, you basically are like, your parents are like, you better look like this. You better look like that. Don't look like this. Because for the first time in a very long time, we are out here like, we don't give a fuck what you feel like we look like. And I also feel like like, Black people want to quiet the ratchet girl that's on the corner, popping her gums and doing all this and doing that. And we want to quiet that person and tell her not to be that's who she is because... That's not the best part of us. So, like, I feel like there's a stigma because, like, that little girl definitely had 4C hair. She didn't have 4A. She didn't have the nice, fine curly hair. She had, she had 4... bitty little bees. Yeah, she had 4C hair. Little bitty b edges. That's how you know it's real. And there was another little uh, girl of color. And she had the nice, fine, like, um, I want to say, like, 3B, 3C type hair. And it was perfectly fine. Nobody had an issue with that. But she was a little girl of color. But because her hair was finer and it didn't have the extra kinks and coils, we were okay with it. But in the ad, all the children looked like they had just came outside from playing. And if you played as a little black child. Yeah, I think
1: that not-
0: was the whole theme of the exactly. photo shoot. Y'all just love trying to talk stuff about H&M. They clothes is cute and cheap for the children. Stop trying to cancel them. Right. I mean, the little monkey in the jungle thing was the little cutest monkey in the- whatever. That was a bit much. But, like, the little white boy had one on too. So, they just, they don't, y'all don't, y'all just see something. Because we're in this cancel culture, I guess that's what it's called, where we want to cancel everything. But, yeah, I think, everything is canceled. Everything is canceled, because y'all so sensitive.
1: I think it was, like, a beautiful thing that they didn't see anything wrong with the natural state of a little black girl. Like, you embraced her natural beauty. Her natural hair. Yes, and I think that's important, because even when... These people go and, um, what is it? Try to try out. No, you try to be in sororities and stuff for like the first week or so. You're not allowed to wear makeup. You can't. Oh, yeah, for like the six weeks. Yeah, you break yourself down to build yourself up so you learn how to appreciate every aspect of you. And I think it was nice that they thought that that little black girl was beautiful enough, which she is. To put in the ad as is, just like everybody else, and be just as pretty and fierce. Yeah, I thought it was a good thing. I thought it was, too. I thought it was cute. And other little black girls will look at that and be like, oh, well, it's okay when my hair doesn't stay in place or do this and that. Because in the ivory, I am not my hair. <laughs>
0: right, right.
1: Yes, that's a beautiful thing.
0: That definitely is. I, yeah, I I thought it was cool. I, thought, I honestly thought it was cool. I think that the little girl is showing other little girls that it's okay. Because everybody don't got long hair. Everybody don't got nice little straight hair. And you shouldn't feel right. less than or not as pretty because your hair don't look... Somebody who looks like you, I feel like there should be representation of everybody. all they just need a little right. fat kid and I probably would have been good too. But you know what's funny?
1: Even, <laughs> even if I sometimes it'd be taking me a couple seconds to process what this say, <laughs> and I'd be laughing after she the fact. She does that because I start talking before I start thinking. But if they would have slicked that little girl's ponytail back and she would have had a a little puffball, they would have still said something. They, I don't feel like people wouldn't have been happy until you put some box braids in her hair and some weaving her hair but right because they only
0: want the good parts of us to show
1: exactly that's, that's weird that's the
0: part and not to say that our hair is not a good part but they only want the what they feel like to be presentable and that's a stigma yo we've been talking about the black stigmas and systematic oppression all episode don't play with us we ain't come to play we ain't come to play because our next topic we're well, talking, well. <laughs> we talking about it again so y'all know um bottom i want to say gene no it's john 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 i think that's how he said he was killed by the uh unarmed um he was an unarmed black man who was killed by a white off-duty officer who entered his apartment his apartment she entered his house and killed him he was sitting on the couch watching tv eating ice cream and she killed him because she her name was amber guyer she killed him this happened in september of 2018 um in texas And she tried to claim self-defense and that she was shooting him because she thought he was an intruder in her home. Now, I did a little bit of research on this and I was looking into it and they said that she was able to drop her stuff down, put her stuff down, like drop her bag down, walk fully into the apartment. Oh, hell no. Like, how do you not know this is not your house? Because I know the second I hit the door where I'm at and, um, but she was sentenced. Well, she was, she was found guilty. Okay. Okay. She was found guilty. That's important. Let's take a second, cause she was found guilty. Cause you know, they be getting away with a lot of stuff. She was found guilty. Um, and her sin she can be sentenced from anywhere from five to ninety nine years. Now, there's plenty of things we can talk about in that statement that I just said, but I'ma let Brianna go. First, first of all, Soldier
1: Boy face.
0: Five, five, (laughs) yeah, five. You know she probably ninety-nine years. She's not getting ninety-nine. I know people locked up on little drug charges. You get five years minimum for a gun charge in Pennsylvania. Yo, that's really mind blowing. Five years. She wow. But like, you can even look at it from another point of view. Like, she's not a white man. She's not a white man, which is the most protected class in the world. She is not a white man. So even the fact that she was found guilty, that's crazy to me. But she's a woman. She's a white woman. Right. If she was a white man, we wouldn't even be talking about this because we already would have known the outcome. Right. But the fact that she was a white woman just shows you that the white male species is the most protected class in the world. But because like how many white officers killed black unarmed black men? And she was in his house but you mean to tell me that she's only she can get a minimum of five years really that's sick name. with them fake ass tears on that stand if you would have watched her, yo y'all had to watch that foolishness that tomfoolery that it was of her but i just wanted to touch base on that because i am very proud that they found her guilty but i think they found her guilty because she was a white woman and not a white man um and the simple fact that she really was up here claiming self-defense. Like she's, she's
1: an idiot. She she's an self idiot. Self-defense.
0: Defense. He wasn't even at your home. Who so? he wasn't he would eat ice cream? And what is he couch. gonna say when he's sitting
1: there eating ice cream on these times? He would turn around like, what the hell? He ain't gonna exactly. turn around and be violent to a little woman. Like what? Freaking weird. weird. Freaking oh. weird.
0: Um, we got some more stuff we wanna talk about. I mean, we can talk about it. We can talk about, you know, Sam Swift. Smith. sam, sam smith. swift sam swift okay. taylor swift and sam combine sam smith and his non-binary self.
1: this is actually news to me i didn't know yeah he's
0: talking about he don't want to be claimed as a girl or a boy he just wants he's non-binary okay well i guess that's, that's new, interesting that's thing. um brianna got a whole bunch of stuff she want to talk about with the lgbtq plus people y'all know i don't care about that oh mm. I don't care because I don't that care right. who you have sex with. I see you as a human being. I don't care. That's what I mean when I say I don't care. It's nothing That's personal. True. It's nothing about that. I just don't care who you have sex with. I don't exactly. I don't care what you identify. Just let me know. If you want to be a her, a him, and I call you a he, and you say mm, her, I'm going say, okay, she, what's up? Is it's, it's that simple. Um yes. Brianna got a whole bunch of stuff on here on this paper because we we do, do outlines, we do be prepared. Yes, we do. And um, I, I just she had oh, go stuff ahead. on here. Go ahead, girl. No, it
1: was just interesting because I forget what were we talking about last episode where we were going into the LGBT. Oh, we were talking bulls. about the Emmys and yeah, so posts. Yep, and um so yeah, we bled into the LGBT a little bit. It's just interesting. Plus, don't forget the plus. The plus. It's just interesting because it's a big topic nowadays because yeah. there's so many um, extra things and letters popping up. And I think a lot of people misunderstand it since it's just now becoming widely accepted. Um, so yeah, Sam Smith coming out as non-binary is interesting. But also, Malik Yoba, I don't know if everybody knows, but he came out, I believe it was like last week.
0: He's not gay though. That's what he said. He's not, he's, I was listening to it's the He's like a cis, heterosexual man. Um, He's just attracted to women. It doesn't matter what's between their legs. He's just attracted to women. Hmm. That's well, what he felt like. He said he's met a transgender, transgender woman and she was one of the most beautiful women he has ever seen. That's but it. he
1: actually has a pattern of dating transgender women. So, once
0: again, I don't
1: care. (laughs) I mean, you don't care, but it's just interesting because a transgender woman, he said he loves dating transgender women. So, technically, it is a woman. Right. So, you basically,
0: yeah. Exactly. Once again, who he chooses, like, who he chooses to, we got a question on here. How do we normalize the LGBTQA plus society with kids we don't and i'm not saying that in a negative
1: no 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 no. back that up that's not my question
0: oh that was a question oh that was um selena's why would i say that was lena's question wow was that lena's question question was that it was that was uh okay lena um here's my point on this this is for you sis um my thing is we don't we don't normalize it. we don't normalize we teach our children about love and compassion and understanding that everybody's not the same and we teach our children about being non-judgmental. That's how we normalize anything because if you teach your child that everybody's different, you don't have to teach them all specific things. They just understand that everybody's not the same and we should treat people as human beings. We don't have to normalize a girl kissing a girl or a guy kissing a guy. no. We just have to have our children understand that we love people for who they are. We have compassion for who they are. We are non judgmental on things that have nothing to do with them as a human. That's how we normalize anything. I don't think we should just have it so it's like, oh, baby, this is a little boy. and He decides wants to kiss a little. No, we just teach our children that people are humans and we love humans. That's all I got. Drops mic, walks away. I didn't drop the mic because our mic's expensive. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> how
0: how do you feel like we should normalize?
1: Um, I think that's a hard question because um no matter how you feel, I feel like a lot of other people push it so hard to normalize on kids. Like I was watching a YouTube video the other day and it was geared towards kids about transsexuals and gays and it was like if you have these feelings like you like to wear women's clothes or you like to do this or that like you might be transgender don't be scared so I think I don't know that's a hard question like I don't know and then I've seen like this one British couple I forget I think it was two transgenders in a relationship, but they adopted a child and they're raising the child to be gender fluid, meaning they let him do whatever. Like this child was wearing a dress one day. He was like four or five or six. He was wearing a dress one day. He was like playing in lipstick. Then he had on sneakers, like just doing both men and women things. I just thought that was a little strange to open that up to a child because I feel like a child is moldable. So whatever you open to them, it could influence them. You know what I mean? If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So I don't know. It's just scary in a world where people want that to be pushed on kids so bad sometimes where nothing's wrong with the LGBTQ LGBTQ community. Um, like it's a beautiful thing to be able to live your truth and live however you want to live, be with whoever you want to be with, feel whoever you want to feel and still feel respected. That's important because as a person, you should feel respected. And I have a lot of respect for them. A lot of my best friends are in the community. And I think it's important that they're understood because they are, um, still looked down upon by a lot of people and they don't have a lot of fair opportunities. Um. So, it's important, but I don't know. It's just hard with the kids. It's a hard question that I don't think I have the full answer to. Because we love our babies. I,
0: like yeah, I said, you want to protect them. You want to protect them from everything. And at this point, you know. You just not Right.
1: Not like being LGBTQ was like horrible. Right. But not, not you just bad. don't want to push them to be in the community. We just want to let them make their own decisions. Right. That's a good way to say it.
0: Right. Let the kids make their own decisions. All right. Now on to my favorite segment of our podcast. Y'all, we need to add um, ask, maybe we're broke segment to it. where We're just, you know, I'm just brainstorming as we go. But we need to ask. We do have an email now. <laughs> I'm going to give you all that information at the end. But my favorite segment, Harrisburg Happenings. Harrisburg Happening. So we want to shout out local businesses. That's our part, you know. Slide in our messages, our DMs. I'll drop all that information at the end. Um, so you guys can do that, or you can nominate people, but we want to make sure we, you know, everybody eats. So this week we got two. Um, both of them are near and dear, close to my heart. They they my guys, but one's a girl. But <laughs> they my guys. But the first one, I want to talk about Grown Folk Business, and I want to say folk because I don't want Tron to get mad at me. I said folk, not folks, folk. Um, basically, they are a weekly web series where the hosts engage with local, local entrepreneurs and other productive members of society in honest, raw, unscripted conversation, focusing on how and why um, sex maneuvers in specific relationships and situations, also a segue into open and honest conversation about local and worldwide news um the host is usually teron strawbridge also known as Strizzy, um also eric snub walker um so basically they have events i'm just going over the stuff that he sent me you can follow them at at hbg Strizzy um that's for him personally but shout out to them because the stuff they they do i feel like is different and it brings a different vibe to the city. He definitely did speed dating. He definitely interviews mad people around the city that are doing positive things. Shout out to him for that. Um you can also follow Grown Folk Business for updates on upcoming events. He also said, "Hold on. He has something on the 6." Oh. On the six, he is working with Hitchman Services. Um, y'all gotta go to the information. Y'all gotta go to Grown Folk Business for that information, but he does have something coming up and also follow him on all his social networks. But I do appreciate the stuff that they do. I think that what uh, Teron Shrizzy is trying to bring to Harrisburg is really dope. So make sure you look out for Grown Folk Business all the things that they are producing, bring to the city in the Harrisburg happening area. I love that name. What?
1: Grown Folk Business.
0: Business. Oh, yeah, because he tells me it's grown folk business
1: all yeah. the time.
0: But shout out to Strizzy and them and Snabba and Well, and Strizzy and his friend, because I don't know his name. His real name is Eric. So shout out to him, the, y'all. Y'all doing it. I see it. Um, And then we also got, you know, <laughs> my homegirl ash um but y'all know her as beauty by shia um that's her instagram name her shop is beauty by shia it is located on front and state she don't do walk-ins y'all she don't so when y'all ask me who do my nails she do my nails she is a licensed cosmetologist. When I say licensed, you know because y'all big heavy on those these days. She is a licensed cosmetologist. She's been in the game for over 10 years. She is one of the dopest, most humblest people I've ever met. Um, She's literally worked for everything she's got. She ain't one of those people who you know stuff's been handed to. Handed? Handed because <laughs> ain't nothing been handed to. She got everything for the muscle. She worked in a salon for years. She's worked out of her house and she has her business who which has been booming and thriving for over a year. Um she does nails, she's mostly known for nails, but she recently started microblading. Um so she's doing that usually on Mondays. That's her thing. Um and she also does hair. If you can get her, if you can get her booker she does a little bit of everything. Um, she has experience in everything. So don't sleep on my girl. When I say experience in everything, she cuts colors, hair. She used to do lashes. She did lashes for like two years. Y'all ain't know that. She did lashes before it was popping to do lashes. Yes. Um, but her thing is nails. I'm going to tell you right now, you probably might have to wait six weeks to get in. But once you get in, she got you. Um,
1: And she's a perfectionist. So whatever you get from her my nails is going to be bomb. perfect.
0: My nails yes. be bomb. But you can follow her at Beauty by Shia. Um, she also has the Facebook page, Beauty by Shia, and she is S-H-I-A, um, but yeah, book her. Book my girl, because I make sure that we all eat. Oh, and also book Louis. <laughs> 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 no, because I was supposed to have his information. Book her other half, Louis. He does all my printing of my clothes and my logos. I am looking right now for the name of his business it um, is supreme, supreme sounds productions he does do that he does produce they do have a studio he also um does like screen printings and everything screen printing um screen printing screen printing um if you've seen my medium ghetto shirts or my cute thick john shirts he did those he also did my rest in peace shirts. his graphics are super super dope um, when I say super dope, he uses a different kind of vinyl that nobody else in the city basically uses. So his stuff really pops. Um, it's quality. So go support them. They are both located on in the mansion. I don't really know. It's on front and state, it's on the third floor. Both of them are up there. Get in with the gang. Stay my gang. Um, bring got something what you want to say. Because we we wrapping up. Nope. I second all that. I approve this message. She approves this message. Okay, so like I was saying earlier, we wanna we wanna hear your feedback. We want y'all to ask us questions. We want y'all to give us topics. So you can just slide into our email. We do have an email. It's maybe we're broke podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's maybe we're broke podcast at gmail.com. We just launched our Instagram page because let's be very clear. I'm not going to get boggled down on my IG, my personal IG for the podcast. So we want to send y'all over there. The Instagram is MWB underscore podcast. I'm going to say it one more time. MWB underscore podcast. Um, make sure you go over there and follow it. We're going to make sure we keep y'all updated. I'm going to post Drizzy and Shia's information on there so that you guys can see it. Because I might not have relayed that message correctly. But we want to make sure everybody gets everything. Um, you got anything know. Oh, we upload every Thursday, 8 a.m. Apple Music is trying to hold us back right now. Um, we waiting. We we waiting for approval. That's it. We're trying to get, it, get us on all streaming networks. Um, I guess these is the announcements. These is the announcements. These is the announcements for the episode. But right now, these do can- sound like some church announcements. <laughs> these are the check. Yeah. So make sure y'all come get your platter. Yeah. Um, we gotta keep we gotta keep the little house clean. You know, keep it up. But like I said, we're trying to get on all streaming platforms. But right now, you can listen to us on Spotify, and Anchor. As Soon as Apple Music is up and running, I will give y'all the link. But make sure y'all listen. Y'all got to this point, so y'all listening. Um, and positive note I got for the episode, create the highest, grandest vision possible of your life because you became you become what you believe. And my old girl Oprah said that. We out. Right? Peace. Peace.